Basic witches. Basic witches. I mean, we're witches. <laughs> Basically, we're a positive environment yeah. here. <laughs> What's uh, up, witches? Hey, witch. Welcome back. Um, <laughs> Leah's low energy. I am very low energy. My birthday party was last night, and it was it so was incredible, much fucking fun. It was so fun. Uh, thank you for being a part of it. Yes, <laughs> thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, well, you know, you live there, so yeah, <laughs> you had you no had choice to be invited. But to <laughs> hey. um, yeah. No, but it was such fun. My parents were there. Um, yeah. I I feel like. <laughs> what a boss bitch you are. I saw like you. you were we were dan- it was such good dancing. We cleared out our living room. Mm-hmm. We had Spotify on. We had a disco ball. We were fucking smoking and Hell like yeah. I I got caught dancing solo for the first time in my by life my mom. by Leah's mom. <laughs> and then and that was my first time meeting her and then also um I just had this moment where I like we were dancing and I saw you dancing like crazy mm-hmm. like just being totally yourself and I was like that's so cool. Her parents are here and she's twerking and yeah. like fucking getting down yeah. and dirty. I like was, you don't care. It's I was great. nervous. Thank you. I was nervous about my parents being there. I had like, I went to therapy and I talked about it because I just like was mm. having anxiety about, you know, it's weird balancing your friends and your such close family. Yeah. But I was like, it was really cool. And whenever my friends, you know, because it's like my friends, so of course yeah. they're going to like my parents. Yeah. Um, but it was so cool, like seeing everyone's reactions, like, oh, your parents are here. That's so cool. When I thought yeah. that people would be like, that's so weird. No. How do I, but like, yeah, I everyone seemed awesome. to have a good time. Yeah. And I think that's because you like just know who you are and are so okay with all the facets of yourself, which is like, Thank and, you. and I'm, it's it's a been new, a journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah you've yeah. seen a lot of it. Yeah. But yeah, and same. I'm on that same journey. Like yeah. I told my mom that I smoke weed when she mm. came to help me move after I got dumped because, like, mm. I was it. It was just the point where like I couldn't hide it. I, I ever since my breakup, guys, we're gonna hear a lot about this breakup. <laughs> um, I mean, you guys were dating for eight. years. We were dating so for eight yes. years. So yeah, but like, uh. Ever since then, it it thrust me into my most genuine self I've ever been, and like mm. I can't apologize for any yeah. part of myself. Like I just it, it it became too hard after the breakup to have any walls or masks or like keeping yeah. up appearances. So I'm on that journey too, but I don't think I could have my parents at a raging fucking party with a burlesque dancer who eats fire and everyone's smoking and drink. Like that's awesome, yeah. dude. Thank you. Um, yes. Yeah, today we have an awesome, yeah. awesome woman Speaking on our podcast. Of boss bitch. Yes. I love Casey Coop. Um, she is a writer, comedian, stripper, just boss queen she's just light and fun she's and an joy woman uh yeah yeah power. and we had such a good talk about feminism and sex, sex work, work and just such good shit yes yes and of course uh we've got a reading coming up for yes. casey um i feel like after the end of this episode readers will, or readers <laughs> no one reads uh listeners will be will probably think that does leah even read cards <laughs> it's been rachel both times now but um i'll do it eventually <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah low energy today and that's yeah. all good because you yeah. know what we're always all in flux and mm-hmm. that's something I'm learning about, like, especially women with our like cycles, but just humans in general, it's cool dudes to just be however you feel all the time and not repress that. And so like, and we're not, it would, it would be fucking freaky if we were happy all the time. I'm yeah. so grateful for my sad days. I'm so grateful mm-hmm. for my days where I fucking cry now. Oh, cause cool. then I, cause then they just pass. You just yeah. do it and they pass. It's almost so it's like, like lean in and then it gets in. it gets over quicker. Yeah. So like look, Leah's low energy today and that's totally okay. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously, like it, yeah. that's important to say that that is okay. You do not, because it's a masculine idea that you need to be like go, on go, go, go. and high energy. And we're all about embracing this feminine mm-hmm. energy that not everyone knows that much about and we're still learning about. Mm-hmm. And it's so cool. Yes. 
Oh, so we're to go home, smoke some weed, and take a nap. Me too. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be so good. Um, Is there anything um, we want to plug? Yeah, I don't know. Um, just thanks for listening. I think this yeah. is kind of this is kind of our work right now. This podcast, this we, is our thing. We just did our photo shoot, mm-hmm. which was very exciting. I think they're going to turn out really good. By the time you're hearing this, you're also seeing that. <gasps> so you already know they're good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very excited about that. And we have an Instagram, so follow us at Basic Witches Pod. Um, yeah. Should we just get to it? Let's get to it. Hell yeah. Somebody left a ch- <laughs> somebody left a chimes thing in here, and I will use it. It's like that part from Greece, ding ding ding. Do you remember that? That's the NBC oh. thing. <laughs> NBC. They do it in Greece too. Well, you get the idea. Yeah. Worst case, cute. <laughs> I guess we should. <laughs> Tell everyone. I'm like closing my eyes as I'm talking. Um, <laughs> last night was my birthday party. <laughs> and by and, last um, night, she means like five hours ago. Yeah. Party. So I'm like so low energy, but we were all there and yeah. Your house is incredible. Like Thank I was you. in love with it. And she also lives there. Yeah. That's what I thought. It was a couple yeah. girls, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a sorority. It's magical. It's definitely a sisterhood. Yeah. It's It's awesome. We love each other. Yeah. (laughs) Shout out to Holland and Rachel. (laughs) We have another Rachel. Yeah. I love like the, there's like pillars. There's like a chandelier the size of a car. Yeah. So extra. I love (laughs) it. You don't even know how much I love the extraness of it all. Hey, Mike, there's like, oh, is he even in there? I think he's playing video games with a child <laughs> is what he Got warned it. us about. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay, well, I'll be fine. Um, Great. Wait, you're into this stuff, right? Like yeah. Like manifestation, spirituality, yes. that kind of... What's your, like, background with all of it? Oh, my gosh. It's hard to explain because, like, I have so many girlfriends in L.A. that are into, like, tarot mm-hmm. and saging and... I, I don't want to call it witchcraft. What what's like the yeah. Wiccan? Yeah. I mean, like I don't no, know you the word witchcraft. Yeah. I think witchcraft equals wisdom. It's like yes. it's a lot of Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mike switched genders on us. <laughs> hey, hey. I'm a new producer. <laughs> Welcome. Um, I guess for me, like I d- like I don't even know where I fall. I just know that I vaguely believe in a power greater than me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I use the word God. Sometimes I use the word universe. Sometimes mm-hmm. I, it's like I say goddess. Like some, yeah. I often mm-hmm. like change the wording in my prayer because when I was a kid growing up in like Seventh Day Adventist Church, which is like a weird kind of like sect of Christianity yeah, that goes to church that? on Saturdays. Okay. It's like Christianity, but Ooh. you go to church on Saturdays. And you, can you not have pork in that And you one? can't have yeah, pork. Okay. And, and like you're not supposed to wear jewelry. It's weird, what? dude. It's fucking weird. Lame. So <laughs> it's so weird. It's, yeah, it's odd. And that was That's just. That's where they lost me was the jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> pork world. Yeah, I didn't try pig until I was like 13 or something. Whoa. Do you like it now? I do, but you know what? Having had turkey bacon prior to trying turkey bacon, like so good. I actually prefer it because yeah. I had that first in my in my youth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <clears throat> so growing up, oh in yeah, Seventh-day I just Adventist. associate the word God with like this negative, weird religious thing. And I grew up in a small town where people were very, very religious and mm. hateful. And mm. isn't that weird? How it's. A lot of times, hand in hand. Yeah, that uh, makes yeah, no sense. Dude, but I will, Gosh. I will like say that you know, I grew up next door to a pastor and his family, mm-hmm. and they, they almost like took me in as their own. Like the, the his two daughters mm-hmm. were like my sisters. So I will say, you know, there are people who practice what they preach. I will say that there are good mm-hmm. Christians, there are good yeah. religious people everywhere. It's just unfortunate sometimes the bad ones, the loudmouth ones, stand mm-hmm. out. But I yeah, guess true. I guess for me, like what I was saying is like I do pray and I meditate. I've been meditating every morning almost for three years. Yes. Did sobriety get you into meditation? Yes. Cool. And spirituality. And so when I pray, it's like 
sometimes I use the word God, but sometimes if mm. I'm feeling old pulls of like ne- like negativity, Negative. mm. then I'll change the wording to goddess or universe or mm. or like even my friend or just something oh. where I'm associating it with like okay, oh there's God. like bigger powers at force like a bigger force yeah. here, but I don't want to think about it in the sense I did as a kid and as. Mm. A teenager with like all those religious people and and their God, you know. Yeah. So I pray and I meditate, and meditation's completely changed my life. Like yeah, how so too. much? Have, yeah. Do you meditate? I do. Yeah, yeah, I do. TM. What's so? It's just like I'm like learning all these kinds. Yeah, I had tried Headspace and apps like that before. Yeah. Um, so those are like labeling thoughts as thinking or feeling. Mm-hmm. Um. And for my high anxiety brain at the time, mm. it added too much work mm. for me. So I actually got more anxious meditating for a while. Maybe that's well, it's why hard. It's I hard struggle to, with it. Yeah. Oh, it's just hard to walk through that. It's like hard to sit with your with your thoughts and yeah. yourself at yeah. first. Like it was freaking hard forever. Mm. Yeah, it felt really upstream. And I, but I did it. I stuck with it. I did it Good. for like mo- many, many months Good. without breaking it. But then. Um, like a year after that, I found TM, which is more of a technique of like effortlessness. So there's no guide, there's no voice, there's no labeling. You just let it You're pass, really just right? sitting for 20 minutes and you're basically the only thing you intend is you say, I'm, I'm meditating now. And then you just let your thoughts run kind of like you're dreaming. And oh, then you, see, you do I, have a mantra to come back to, but you don't, you don't like, like do try to anything. control the yes. thoughts. Yeah. So I it try, works for I've me. tried like so many kinds. I'm really not, <laughs> I'm not a guru. I will not say that I am. I'm like, yeah. you're a basic witch. Like yeah. I'm a basic witch <laughs> uh, meditator and I, oh yeah, but I, I did headspace a little bit and I've done like so many guided meditations on YouTube because they're yeah. free. Mm, yeah. And like, you can kind of search anything and do like guided sleep. meditation. Oh, I fall asleep anxiety, to all the time. Or, yeah. or even body healing when you're physically ill. Like it yes. actually has helped yes. me heal uh, because you're not adding all this anxiety about being sick to your sickness. Yes. Mm-hmm. So like, it's actually helped me get over like colds and flus quicker because yep. believe it. then you get tied up in the anxiety of being sick. Yeah. You're like, I don't want to be sick. I don't want to be sick. Yes. And you're adding to it. And then totally. the sickness lengthens. Yeah. So yeah, I do 20 minutes a morning and I have been for a couple of years cool. now. Basically since, yeah, since I got yeah. sober, I'll be three on June 29th. So yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations. I call it my rebirthday. Yeah. Because yeah. um, I'm like sense. a totally new person now, which is awesome. Or I would say like a oh, truer yeah. version of like my kid self, like yes. who I was mm. before all the fears and the, yes. and the bullshit set in and kind of took away from from that yeah. <gasps> Going to back to mm. what you were talking about before, because I don't know if you know this, I went to rehab when I was 18. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. I've heard that from different comedians that they went like in their teen years or for yeah. eating disorders or all these different things. Yeah. Well, we all had fucking issues. I got it out of the way quick. <laughs> oh my yeah. God, I just realized New York was my rehab, but we'll get oh. into that later. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Because I stopped drinking when I moved to New York oh, at whoa. 16. Whoa. I used to drink whoa. so much in Ohio because there was nothing to do. Damn. Okay, well, keep going. Uh, That's I, like we would, you know, do our group meetings three times a day. Like <laughs> read the book. I, one, we admitted that we were powerless over our addiction; that our lives would become uncontrollable. Two, we—that's the only one. I yeah. can remember because <laughs> I said that one the most. Um, but I remember learning the idea of like because they would teach us we're saying God, but you can use whoever mm. you want. And at the time, my grandfather was very sick. He, like, had pancreatic cancer. And for some reason, I felt this calling. Like, I kept praying to him even though he was still alive. And he was like, it sounds weird because he's a human, but he was my God for a while that I looked to for, like, hope. Mm. And then what's funny is I got out of rehab, uh, like, 30 (laughs) days later. I was a fucking mess. And then my my granddad immediately died. And then we were, like... Or he was like super, he was on the very last leg and I was at my um, my aunt's house and then I just started bawling and my cousins were like, it's okay. I was like, no, you have no idea. I just got out of rehab. Oh man. <laughs> the feelings are the strongest then and that's like, yes. that's actually really interesting because my grandpa passed um, a few months into my sobriety. So that was mm. very jarring. Whoa. Because like I was giving you something. You Damn. know, and throwing it, you right in. The weird part too was like learning how to grieve sober, and we'll just feel Whoa, anything sober yeah, was yeah, weird. Because it Ugh. took me like it was almost like the grieving was delayed. You know, like almost like the denial part was like extended some somehow. Because I remember like a year after he passed, like reading um, 
him and my granny got me for my college graduation the Dr. Seuss book, um, uh-huh. All the Places oh, You'll yes, Go. Yes, yes. This you is know, a classic yeah. graduation <laughs> gift. <laughs> <laughs> but they both ins- like printed and inscribed like notes to me in the Cute. front of the book and glued yeah. it in. And I remember opening it up and just like bawling. Yeah. But it was like a year And it was almost like, and then I started feeling all the grieving feelings for him. It, it like didn't hit me for a year. And I think that speaks to like, how when you're drinking in those days, like, you're just suppressing all your feelings. And even mm. when I got sober initially that first year, like, feelings are just so confusing and delayed no. and weird. Yeah. It, like, took me so long to grieve for him. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I don't, I don't know what I really believe in. I just know that it helps me to have a sense of spirituality mm-hmm. and be open-minded to things because yeah. I... I and I've never like studied up on manifestation. I just know what has happened in my life. And so for me it's like I don't know too many practices. I just know self-taught yeah. basically the, is what you're saying like from just Like life. I just just like paying attention to the yeah. universe yeah. and like and just being open-minded about it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't think I'm like super weird spiritual where I'd be sucked into like a cult or something. <laughs> I'm just like open-minded enough to see that like hey, like science and all of that that's great but that could even that's just another gift from the universe right like Mm -hmm. science isn't god it's just a gift from god right to me yeah some people are just like oh logic that's it that's like but the thing is we don't know shit yeah we don't don't. really know anything we know we barely know and yeah and we're here for such a sliver of time each of us so it's like Will we figure it out? Who knows? How much mm-hmm. of Dr. Seuss's sales do you think come in like May to June? <laughs> I just have been thinking that Breaking this whole time. In. His family is rolling oh, in yeah. the places you'll go <laughs> with this money. <laughs> <laughs> I got, you know what's funny is I got a tattoo of the little guy from oh the book. My oh my gosh. And then a few years later, I got it covered up. Like it's just a oh. black blob now on my arm. Oh, I'm like, I have no hope anymore. I love your tattoos. When did you Thank start you. like getting Ooh, them? Yes. Oh, I keep. Sorry, I keep. What? I just remembered just I don't have. Boobs. Okay, yeah. two things. I don't have a bra on. I have a midi shirt on. And I just That's got excited, hot. and we almost had a slip. Um, but we're good. Yeah. Um, but just, I, I'd be I better keep, if you had a slip. Yeah. Yeah. That would be even better. <laughs> I keep getting the urge to get a tattoo. Yeah, well, but like, oh. I'm a bad influence. I'm like, just get it. But I want to hear. I want to hear about yours. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just love them. I do. You have them all over your body. I do actually. At this point, I don't even know how many I have. At this point, they just oh, added up. For that my favorite lot. of yours are the macaroons. Really? Yeah, Thank you. So oh, I love Ooh, them. Yum. On your arm. It's actually on my stomach. Okay. Um, yeah, and I don't guy- know why I pointed to my arm. <laughs> She's like tapping her heroin spot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Macaroon. Sorry, it's still sore. She is a sugar junkie. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> Get it in the IV. <laughs> um, it's funny because at work, like, you know, I wear bikinis. So those show, like, people often pay the most attention to that tattoo because they're kind of funny. They're on my stomach. Yeah. And people, like, the red lighting washes out the color and everyone's like, oh, are those cheeseburgers? Like, constantly, oh, are those yeah, cheeseburgers? No. Because in the cheeseburgers in a row. <laughs> I'm like, yes, but I like cheeseburgers. I would yeah, know. hell yeah. Um, I don't know. I got my first one on my 18th birthday. It was okay. itching to go. And I actually nice. love it. It's a ladybug on my shoulder. And Aww, I love ladybugs. Oh, so cute. that was the most innocent one. Yeah. Um, What's the significance of ladybugs for you? Did you like, you just like them or was there some? It was just like a childhood nickname from my grandparents. Oh, like okay. I used to wear this spotted See, onesie. See, it felt like it was, so- I just picked up mm. on that it was. It's so innocent compared to like all my tattoos yeah but it was it it was sentimental yeah I actually want to get more ladybug tattoos now like that's like kind of what I want now is a couple more um yeah I just got them through the years and I will say that the end like the last year of my drinking and then the couple first two years of my sobriety I was just emotionally in this like Mm. just I was just fucking crazy and I needed a way to cope and to not feel my feelings and so I would just impulsively get tattoos Mm. like I wouldn't one time like people always ask the story of my palm trees tattoo which is Mm. on my side and it's one of my very favorite and it might be the sexiest tattoo but Mm. I got lucky because I didn't plan it out at all I called my friend Roger my tattoo artist I texted him and I was like, Roger, I just need something. I think I was like I a couple months something. sober. No, it was either right before I got sober or right after. I was just feeling feelings. Yeah. And he's like, okay, what are we going to do? I'm like, I don't know. Just make an appointment for tomorrow. And he's like, well, think of something. Oh, my god. So I was She's like, uh, palm trees. <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought it was like Impulsive. Cute. 
But it's yeah. such a cute tattoo. But I definitely have had two covered up with other tattoos, and mm. I'm getting my neck tattoo lasered off right now. Oh, oh whoa! Ouch! Yeah. Ouch is right. Oh, yeah. yeah, I've had um, just laser <laughs> hair removal, which is only a degree of laser really? tattoo removal. Yikes. I hear pain wise. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, it hurts worse than getting the tattoo. Ooh. But for this one, it's like I have like a tiny. Ta- it's tiny, so it takes them one second. They literally just have for one second. But you have to come back ten times over oh, two is years. Is it working? Yeah, it's disappearing. And you have to protect it from the sun. Yeah, it just, ugh, yeah, it's annoying. It's like a sunburn when they do it. Yeah. And Ooh, basically yeah. your body then metabolizes out and you pee out, uh, you eventually pee out the tattoo. No. Like, do you see the ink in the... No. Oh, oh okay. Oh, it's like a letter at a time. <laughs> it's like alphabet soup in the toilet. There's um, a leaf from a palm yeah. tree. <laughs> You pee out the tattoo, <laughs> oh and then you put it on a label and you stick it on your <laughs> yeah. fridge. Um, yeah, I'm crazy. I'm a psychopath. <laughs> but, <laughs> me too. Yeah, wait, but they wait, were. Wait, fi- I, I actually, I love the story they tell. I love that it. it's just like this is from that phase of life. This is from that phase, and I yeah, actually like yeah, got really art. good artists. So yeah. the, they're all kind of just their own like individual artwork. Like they're oh, all yeah. pretty crazy. <laughs> what do you want to get, Rachel? Well, okay, I've had this. Um, image of like smudged color ink kind of like how makeup how they do sometimes pictures of cosmetic makeup where they're kind of like smudges of eyeshadow or something oh I love those but I'm yeah right so beautiful um and I'm an artist so it's just creativity is like so therapeutic for me and um you should get it yeah I kind of like I've I've done it before with just um like body paint sort of to see mm. and just kind of like smudge the colors in a straight line and then the that'd be so is, pretty yeah it, like, it, it, like it, a it watercolor looked, looks, yeah exactly Looking. like yeah wow. exactly um <clears throat> but I have seven older siblings so I'm one of eight and um we actually all agreed to get a tattoo. And then we just didn't, we haven't coordinated the design exactly. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah, that's a lot of planning. <laughs> but with yeah, a lot of people. With, yeah. yeah, you're all over the country. You should stuff. make them yeah. get this watercolored. But I know, I know. I wish they would all be into the, the colorfulness. <laughs> but um, so that would be another one. And we, we, I have one brother who's an architect and also an artist and like makes awesome drawings. Um, and he was kind of making a design. He's very modern in his architecture. Um, he was making a design that's kind of like a, uh, a straight rectangle with lines dividing it up into eight and then like kind of coloring in which where we are in the line oh, of cool. eight. Like, that's so adorable. they all add up that's to awesome. a whole, like that's if so you saw cool. them together. Yeah. I love that. So maybe, I don't know, but then I'm like, I, I do keep hesitating just because I have nuns and it's hard. I feel like oh. to break the sort of virginity. virginity. Yes. <laughs> it's all about James. purity. <laughs> I did it on my 80th birthday because I was so oh. eager as I like smashed this table. <laughs> I was so eager Get to it. just like, yeah, because both my parents <clears throat> have tattoos. Like my dad has some from oh, the Navy that's cool. and then my mom has like a butterfly in her ankle and like a little flower. But mm. even my aunts and uncles, like we And they're Seventh Day Adventist. Well, that was Wait, that yeah, came later. Yeah, they can't wear jewelry, but they've tattoos. <laughs> what? Oh, well, they that, found that religion later. Jewelry. They kind of just they were just trying to do the right thing and and like raise, raise the us kids with religious. something. <gasps> People do that. Mm. It's so interesting. But we kind of quietly stopped going to church when I was like thirteen. Like no one in the family said anything. We just quietly like I think all of us didn't like it, but didn't want to say. Oh, so I we just stopped you. going. I then they just latched onto it because we were living in a small town where at the time. Everyone was Seventh Day Adventist. It was super weird, yeah. culty. Um, Where was that? You said. Well, I when I was like really, really little, we were in a kind of bad part of Portland, like a mm. like a poor part of Portland, mm-hmm. and then we moved to Nebraska for a couple years when okay. I was like a little kid, and that's where the weird Seventh Day Adventist. That's all of Nebraska is that right? All of Nebraska is like a weird bad part. I don't yeah. know. I'm <laughs> yes. shitting on Nebraska the for whole no reason. Midwest. It just sounds like sorry it. to the my whole listeners Midwest. in Nebraska. <laughs> Please keep listening. <laughs> No, it, we was, it was weird. It was really weird. We were there for just like two or three years when I was little. And that okay. was the Seventh-day Adventist place. But then we moved mm. back to Oregon to a small town, another small town, <sighs> and continued going to Seventh-day Adventist church for a few years. But my dad yeah. got his tattoos in the Navy. So he got okay. them like, you know, he was like 17, 18 when he got his tattoos. And yeah. they were like a Navy SEAL thingy and a parrot and, and a yeah, son. Classic. Yeah, very like yeah. 
admirable, I guess, in a way. Like, it seems like, oh, well, it's the Navy, right? Yeah, I mean, that's what they yeah. did back in the so day. They, like, got tattoos. Allowed. I think now, like, it's more frowned upon. But at the time, yeah. it was like, you're a sailor, you got a tattoo. <laughs> right. I'm very attracted to tattoos on lovers. <laughs> uh, really? Uh, I yeah. think being who I am, like, because of my tattoos, I like the clean cut boys. Oh, interesting. Funny. You like the opposite? Well, I like the opposite. Mm. Do Your you? My boyfriend is I so do. cute. Oh, I'm so glad you. I finally got to meet him last night. It was night. so oh, great. Yeah, I met him too. That was, I didn't realize that was your boyfriend though. Yeah. I just he, got his name. He, uh, it was Eric. He yeah. was, he's like, I don't have anything to wear. He didn't have like an outfit. So he was wearing his work pants that are like high waters and like his sleeping <laughs> shirt, which is from high school. And he looked like a high school boy. <laughs> like, he was no, so cute. He actually dresses really well. It was just a weird <laughs> one off. Oh. I'm dating a high schooler, you guys. Get it, girl. I do like younger guys. He is younger than me. <laughs> oh, and he's nice. clean cut. And he's clean. He does and look like a nice good Jewish boy. boy. Oh, Aww. nice Jewish boy. You know, I'm not Jewish. I don't know why I said it like that. A nice Jewish, a nice boy. Jewish boy. I'm seeing somebody that's a, was described himself to me as a nice Jewish boy. You should leave this nice yeah. Jewish boy. But he is tall, dark, and handsome. Oh, I was the best. Yeah. Really you know what is. I love is the nose. That's what I've always loved. Mm. Just like a schlongy, oh. like a mm. no, like a big Adrian Brody. That's what I oh. love. Mm. I don't know why. It's my favorite feature on a man. Yeah, and that was that. Like your boyfriend, ha- that kind of makes him look even younger. I think too, because it looks because he's tall too, right? He's yeah. pretty tall. <laughs> he looked so young last he, night. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah, I was surprised how tall he was. I didn't realize that he was. Yeah, he's a tall one. Yeah. I'm surprised at how many tall guys there are out there (laughs) no seriously seriously because in general because before recently I had never been with a man six foot or over and I'm five nine and I love wearing heels so this is like yeah and um is your dude six foot but guess what six two yeah okay um and he's he's not like my dude But yeah, oh, no. <laughs> but he's just somebody. If I'm you're listening, seeing. you are her dude. <laughs> it's we made it official. This was not the way we wanted you to find out. But <laughs> congratulations, congrats, buddy. No, um, <clears throat> nice Jewish boy. Um, but no, I uh, I actually just put this together. I think it's because I had stopped wearing heels for like eight years in my mm. past relationship. Eight making years? Hello, making myself literally smaller. Yep. And me. No. Or my in, my, in my two-year relationship, yeah. my boyfriend was 5'6", which is how tall I am. Then, yep. 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 I never wore heels, you know, and yep. I love wearing heels. And now I wear heels again, and now I'm finding all these tall men. Wow. Yes. But also, like, I wouldn't mind dating someone, like, shorter than me, but that doesn't mean I should stop wearing heels. Right. Exactly. You know, exactly. Like, same. Same. Yeah. And now I know that, because now I'm empowered. Yes. But, like, That's crazy. before I was I totally making myself smaller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we hear all these things like <sighs> growing up, like you're not supposed to be taller than your guy or like, I don't yeah. know, there's like so many messages that I feel like we're still unfurling from yeah. our past. Like even like, mm-hmm. it sounds silly, but like I think about the pubic hair thing a lot. Like all yeah. in college, my friends were like getting waxes yeah. and like I have once when I started dancing, I've never, I just... Wow. I, I hate, I can't. I so hate it. With so dancing, much. don't you, do you have, um, you wear bikinis? Yeah. So I'm not like full nude. I, I've worked at a bikini bar and now I work topless. So, um, but I do have like pubes. Like I like them. <laughs> I like them. I've always oh, yeah. liked them and I only oh, got yeah. rid of them one time. But it's like this weird thing where like, I feel like these messages were just beaten into us where like, yeah. we're just like, it's really hard to unlearn and like, Totally. Just unpack all that shit. Like, we really were, like, formed with these, like, concrete ideas yeah. that we had to adhere to for well, so long. And we're all relearning. None of us are yeah. not relearning right now. Like, yeah. women and men. So yeah. that's why, the like, society, the world is kind of, like, in flux right now, which isn't good or bad. It's just we're all kind of, like, whoa. Getting yeah. educated. Yeah. And yeah. there's also, I want to ask you, too, if you feel this, because I have been having this conversation come up so much that it seems like there is a collective energy right now that women are doing what we're meant to do now. Like specifically 2018 Mm. and leading up to it, like so many more of us are actually doing the things we wanted to do. This is the first year of the divine feminine, right? Uh, I don't know if we're in, are we in the first year of it or like... 
I we're definitely the, in it. It's yeah. a nine-year period, and we're in oh, we're in wait, the where beginning. Does this come from? Uh, okay, okay, what is this? this? I need to know about this. Okay. How have I not? I don't learned? know too much because we are basic, which is <laughs> I'm like even basic her. So okay. please tell me what you know, because yeah, there's not. I what don't expect I know, us all to know everything. Rachel, yeah, yeah help I'll fill me. in. But like the divine feminine is a yeah a period of time, nine years, I guess, where like things. This has been predicted for years now that this would be a shift in. Yes, the feminine last and time this happened was like in the industrial revolution. Whoa. So it's been a long time coming. Yeah, because that was women's suffrage. Is uh, that actually? Uh, I may be misspeaking. <laughs> <laughs> Because okay. I just remembered the last time uh, this full moon thing happened was in the Industrial <laughs> Revolution. I'm mixing it up, but meh. It sounded um, good to me. <laughs> something about it. It has been a long time, It is, but it's also been on the way, and it is a nine-year period of um, feminine energy like increasing and being um, respected and and uh, embraced mm. instead of pushed into a masculine way. Which is really interesting because how I'm seeing it lately is is that, but also the opposite of that. It's like pushing at both ends so strongly because, I mean, I write about it a lot online, but since I am a stripper and I know a lot of different kinds of sex workers, um, it's like with the SESTA-FOSTA bill that passed, like, it's, Can you tell listeners what that is? Um, and me? And yeah, us. Of, course. <laughs> of course. Well, most people don't know. Like, I was just on, like, this little, like, comedy talk show at a bar recently. And most people audience didn't know. And I don't I don't blame people because the mainstream media is, like, it's this Doesn't totally, educate us on actual stuff. No, it's mm-hmm. crazy and yeah. it's awful. And, the, and we lean to the internet for it. But unfortunately, yeah. because of the SESTA-FOSTA bill... The internet is now being censored, and I'm sure it will be even more as we go forward, which is crazy. But basically, it is it was a bill that was, you know, surface level purported to stop sex trafficking by shutting down websites like Backpage or Craigslist Personals, mm. and and like basically where sex workers mm. used to come together and screen clients, and they will communicate with each other and be like. So and so is dangerous. He won't pay you. So and so is a rapist. And so they're shutting that that communication of safety down for Wait, the women. Yeah. I saw in a it? documentary about this, and it seemed very anti-back page. Oh, was did you, it that you, Rashida Jones awful one? Uh, <laughs> I don't think it was actually. Okay. I did see that one too. Also, oh, I don't want to. I'm like all those okay. like make me so upset, and a lot of sex workers upset because of the yeah. way they depict sex work is so. It's coming mm. from like this privileged, either like fucking Rashida Jones, who's Quincy Jones's daughter's standpoint. Privilege has no idea what the fuck she's uh, talking about, mm. or just white guys being like, "Oh, look at these poor girls," and Ugh, none yeah. of it's how I know and see sex work and sex yeah. workers, and it's yeah. really sad because we only see it through the lens of these privileged or white people or guys and it's like they've never done sex work anyways I digress but Mm. like so back page like people are like oh like sex traffickers like sell children on here and so they're like yeah let's and so which of course is horrible like the worst thing ever like who wouldn't think that you know of course but the bill has done nothing and has been proven to do nothing about that they it was actually basically like a cover up like a lot of bills are mm. for something else mm-hmm. which in this case um it shut down all ways of sex workers to communicate they're shutting down tons of websites um they've <gasps> banned and shadow like they now Instagram is censoring words like for a while woman for like at least 24 hours the word the hashtag for woman was Banned. No. And I don't know if you guys saw that, but it was also like any word involving stripper, they started banning, and girls who had used hashtags of any word involving like stripper or like certain other ones Mm -hmm. are now shadow banned, including myself, which I don't use hashtags. I use. What does shadow banned mean? Basically, what happens is you stop, like the algorithm starts fucking you where you stop <gasps> showing up on your followers' Dude, we're feeds. fucking living in Black yeah, Mirror. This is like an episode of Bla- also Handmaid's Story. Exactly. It's and sorry. that's what sex fuck, workers are fuck. saying. It really is that. Fuck. You stop showing up no, on your I'm followers' so feeds. Yeah. And so when we talk so about women. Like leaving people's lives. And it's up to yes. them. And so I guess they're like I've read about ways to undo it. Like you can delete all your hashtags and then wait like three days or a week or a month of not using Instagram and come back on and it supposedly fixes it. But I waited three days and it really hasn't fixed it for me. Um, And I only Mm. use the yes, a stripper hashtag like 10 times. I don't use hashtags. Um, It was just in a whole nother story. I'm so in support of sex work being legal or regulated or, or yes. more more out of the decriminalized yeah, decriminalized it's like dude 
every oh my no fucking god i'm getting mad because because like you can boil down so much to fucking sex and religion and it's like Mm. and repression of like like yeah repression of sex actually i feel like we can boil down every fucking war to like someone having a small fucking dick and being (laughs) fucking pissed about it and not getting Mm. sex and not getting sex and therefore getting frustrated and angry and then using religion as a like scapegoat of making yes yes and and if and people when, could just get, it's a need. It's a fucking need. But then when you look at it, the sad part is the actual <clears throat> tenets of religion, of most religions, I always say like, because I used to be very like atheist, anti-religion, but nowadays I say like, every religion has something good to offer except Scientology. <laughs> <laughs> the actual tenets of religion yeah. are, most religions are very positive things and good things and people that actually adhere to them, which there are many people who actually yeah, yeah, are, yeah. are, I know, I know plenty yeah. of good religious people. It's just yes. the kind of like sick perversions that people, you know, they take a line from the Bible or where the Quran mm. or whatever, and then twist it into something else. Those are the, yeah. that's yeah. the sick perversions of it. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. But just finishing up. So yeah. basically sex work, are now being pushed literally back on the street to fuck. like hookers oh, and stuff fuck. like escorts but it's and it's mostly the people being like the effect of the worst are trans poc women right mm-hmm. always mm-hmm. and so in this case like the people the most marginalized are now being like the, the sex workers are disappearing um i was just reading today about how one girl got stabbed five times oh. and was scared to go to the hospital because she didn't want to be fucking arrested wow. um so they're being pushed back on the streets and and these girls like because of the way they could screen clients using Backpage and have right, communication right. tools with each other, they would warn each other about bad guys and rapists right, right, and right. and yeah. violent men and were able to... Because there are plenty... I mean, you guys, I also will say this just as a sex worker and as a person in recovery who knows a lot of men in recovery, I know now in my life how prevalent um, soliciting escorts is. Like, mm. guys, many, many, many guys, you know, we know, I know. Yep. Um, and yeah. so it's like, it really is a normal thing to me now. Yes. Mm-hmm. And oh, it's everywhere. Yeah. And because so, everyone needs sex. Yeah. Yes. It's a and basic so, thing. And so, <laughs> so if a woman wants to, or a femme wants to offer that up and is completely cool with doing that for money, mm-hmm. then that's an even exchange. And I know so many yeah. guys who like, who people, because I'm a sex worker now, like they tell me so many of their secrets because they, mm. they know I'm, I'm a safe place. And yeah. that includes mm-hmm. men, like attractive guys, you know, famous guys, you yep. know, you yep. know, all yeah. across the board. I Duh. know so many guys Duh. that use S have used escorts. All politicians, basically. Oh, like, yeah. yes. Just, every, yeah. yes. And even like famous hot guys, you know, have yes. used escorts because sometimes yeah. they don't want to mess with like these they women. Want, that they want a line or, too, yeah. I think, where it's like, yes. okay, this is, this is, um, Official and there's an exchange you're not going try on. To get pregnant yeah, with my you're not baby. Emotionally, emotionally too much. attached. Yes. Like this is yeah. really just like because I bet you like I, I've thought about this when I've considered this. like if you're a famous guy like women are constantly trying to get pregnant with your baby. Mm. They're kind of I never like, thought about that. Scary. Yeah, you know, wow. and like Damn. trying to get attached well, I mean, to you. Use a condom, dude. Like it's not that hard. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, but I mean, like who knows? Like yeah. what they're doing? Totally, totally. You know, or just even just trying to get emotionally attached to you because. Because who knows? But the point is... Like, it's just a clean uh, exchange. This is happening all around us, but it's not... It's not we're, being allowed, so it's not it's not as safe as it could be. And it's the women who are getting hurt because of now course, dude. the abusers mm. and the the abusers and the pimps are being like this is their time to shine. The pimps are being completely reempowered because Fuck. the girls are going back uh, to them because they need someone to screen their the clients I and get their money. Yeah, and I, so uh, the pimps are winning out here, and the abusers are know what's happening and they're taking advantage of it by yeah. hurting and. Killing women. Jesus. It's real. And we need women. We need women in power in so many places, but we yeah. also really need women in power in sex work. Who yeah, know and what they're fucking empowered, doing. There's so many empowered sex workers who are now taking the front lines and taking yes. the internet. Like yourself. But they're slowly being mm-hmm. like, yeah. and I know a lot better than me who like are like right now there's a town hall in New York organization of sex workers like right now happening. So that's really cool. But it's cool. like, you know. Basically, what you guys are talking about, about the like divine feminine is yeah. I'm I've being a stripper for three years and now following so many online. Um, w- the way I see women in the show club, like they, it is just like I've never seen women shine so much. And yeah, just be their most like beautiful, open self, yes. like mm-hmm. feel themselves it. and like own the room. And guys like just worship you and they just yeah. pour the dollars and they're like they're wide eyed and jaw dropped. Yeah. And the woman is so like. 
just like smirking oh. with happiness. Like yes. I see it all the when time. When I was in your pilot, I got to play a stripper in Casey's pilot, <laughs> and it was so I fun. And I, I, I talked to my mom about it. She wasn't happy about it, of course. Uh, my mom literally is a pastor's daughter, so she is very. Mm. I grew up with those. Okay, my, so my yeah, close friends. but yeah. she was like, "What, Leah? That's not <laughs> empowering. Why would you do that?" And I was like, and then I explained to her like, "It's funny. It's directed and like for women by women, and like I feel good." I look good. You I'm do. fucking strong yeah. on a pole. Like there's yes. nothing wrong about like I felt mm-hmm. so empowered being in that club yeah. with you crazy. that day. Like and if you had an audience there pouring dollars oh. at you, you'd probably feel like even better. Like the it one thing really I is don't want to do is the raking up the money. That's the only part that like feels like it sucks. That's what everyone says. It's like oh I feel bad. Like when I started, they're like I feel bad when you are like crawling around because of money. It's like that's my favorite part. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. Like, I don't know why people that. think we're sad. We're like oh I'm. I I just got all this money. Yeah, yeah. I guess. No, for just real. Like, I don't like being on the ground in front of people. Yeah. That's what I wouldn't like. Oh my about God, it. I love it. Oh, <laughs> it's really gross. Like, I love it. You know what's also really fucked up recently that Nicki Minaj did? And she's someone I've loved since forever. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been obsessed her. with her since day one. Well, now she's come out and she's pissing off a lot of sex workers because we dance to her music. We look up to her. We dress like her. Yeah. We yeah. Lo- like, she is like an empowered sexual woman. Yeah. But she just came out in this article mm-hmm. like the other day and was like, Oh, I didn't know, like, you know, these girls, like, on Instagram, like, I didn't know you could just give them a few hundred dollars and then they'd, like, fuck. And she's like, I think women should be more empowered than that. All this stuff. Like, I hope I didn't. Keep going. She said something like, I hope I didn't, like, sway them, like, with my. You didn't. But it's also, like. You helped us. But, like. (laughs) Like, Nikki, like, now, first of all, biting the hand that feeds you. Like, we're some of your biggest fans and supporters. Since people would shit on her, I've I've defended her since, like, 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. And now she's, like, well, that's disempowering. And it's, like, well, also, like, it makes me angry because, like. You know, just because you got lucky enough to get famous, get mm. money, like you don't know that, you, and you wouldn't be selling your body for a couple hundred dollars, like to have sex. She's like, well, I hope women know they're worth more than that. It's like, well, how come people think that women who sell their bodies like don't think they have worth? Like maybe they just like that as a job <laughs> yeah. compared to other jobs. Yeah, right. I don't know. I think she's very much biting the hand that feeds her, and she's wrong. That's and damn. she right. could be in that position if she didn't get lucky enough to right. hit the jackpot. And with that fame. was my first reaction: was she doesn't know if the women that are making the few hundred dollars for that are really enjoying it. Right. Like, yeah. Like if it's super enjoyable to them, then it is probably very empowering. It's like, it's, it sucks that it has to be assumed that they're sad doing it or that it's not. And what makes no sense to me too, is we, we keep talking about the women, the women, but it's like, okay, the men are the ones making these rules yet. They're the ones hiring these women. So it's like, what the fuck do you want? They they solicit the women. They want, but they want to be so in control that they're like, well, this is a need for me. So she shouldn't profit off of it. That's the thing. It's like men want this. The reason stripping so around sex work is the the oldest profit profession is men want and solicit it yeah but they also then are like well uh women shouldn't be liking this or making right. money of off course, of this because that's empowering and they don't want to yeah. give us so they want to rape us they want to take mm, advantage take of us they want to be in relationships where they like chris hardwick control Fuck, make you into a yeah. mute sex doll yeah. that's what they want us to be so for us to like smile and laugh and take their money they're like Fuck! Now I just feel right. foolish and weak because they know where the where the stronger sex, where the mm. higher sex. Like I see it all the time, and oh, now yeah. I really believe oh, it. And they're it's so, so scared true. because they're now so scared. we know that we're the now we exactly. and that's the divine and that's feminine why is that we're all realizing that yeah. totally. And I realize that to like such an extreme because of stripping, and it's like yes. whoa, oh. it's like mind boggling. Yes. that's how much power you have, mm. right? Totally, and that and like I have no qualms about my body, my body hair, my yes, looks, like yes. things I used to fucking hate so much. Oh, like I, I feel this. so yeah. free of it. I feel yeah. you guys like next, next, next level. It's like insane. I oh. didn't know that I could be this empowered in my body. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's, so great. that's, but that's where Sesta Foster comes in. That's where like these Handmaid's mm. Tale things come in is like, oh yeah, they really are realizing it. The internet's bringing them together to realize it. They're rooting each other on. Yeah. So now... That's just like this crushing, like 
pushback from them from men so mm. they and want from- they want to still rape and yeah. have sex with us and and like just not pay but at their know? their hand not like our choice yeah yeah like they yeah. don't want it to be consensual after reading that fucking blog from Chris Hardwick's ex girlfriend, I'm like, Ew, that's that was that's so was, gross. Oh like, my god, it was so gross. No, did you read can it you summarize? Do you want to summarize? It's I so mean. sad. Or we can skip if it's well, not. Well, basically, but. I'll keep it real short. Yeah. But that's that's what I see. So many of these sick men wanting is like a mute sex doll. So mm-hmm. basically, just came out. He was a huge abuser. He <gasps> dated this girl and physical I mean, and sexual. Oh, he dated a girl yeah. for three years, and she had an eating disorder. And he just treated her like nothing, <sighs> and like told her not to speak in public. He raped her all the time, like all this <gasps> awful shit. Mm. And yeah. she finally got the power to leave him. But he was such a manipulator, such a sick person, like using her and, like, berating her when she spilled water, shit like that, you know? Oh, my God. And I realized, like, wow, like, this is what, men, like, these sick men want is a mute sex doll. Yeah. And so when we have opinions, when we speak out about it, when we enjoy ourselves and and take our sexuality back from them to being something we enjoy and we show mm-hmm. off, um, that's what they're afraid of. They really just want to, like, this silent slave which women have been for so long and just that whole blog she wrote like reminded me you know because I'm lucky enough to be with a good guy so I forget that there are very sick men out there Mm -hmm. who like that's why they you know oppress us they they just want that power like he had you know yeah I honestly think a lot of this has to do with men not being able to cry I know that sounds so yeah. simple, no, but I think a lot of stuff boils Again, down to repression. sex being repressed yeah. and men not being given the space to cry growing up because mm. I believe in energy and I believe when you repress something, yes. it gets bigger and it gets yes. like detrimental. Yes. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think like both of those facets, we can boil down to a lot of the huge problems with our society. So I, I, my vision of like healing all of that mm. is release. Yeah. So mm-hmm. encouraging crying, yeah. encouraging crying, encouraging crying. Cry, please. Yeah. And talking Cry. about your feelings. Yeah. And yeah. All also of encouraging sex yeah. and encouraging sex work and, and um, safe avenues for and, both people to enjoy. And encouraging yes. crying during sex. <laughs> <laughs> I actually did yeah. have a song about that. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure. In a, show, in a show once, we had a song about that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everybody should cry during sex. <laughs> We're on a musical improv team together. Yeah. I, um, I've seen the videos on okay, Instagram okay, yeah. I have cried what? during lap dances before, but they didn't oh, see. They didn't oh, see. my God. Wait, I know. what brought that <laughs> yeah, on? Just the day you were having? or You know, I will, my first year of sobriety, I was just like a hot mess. Yeah, like yeah, in yeah, my yeah, head. Yeah, sure, you were grieving too. And, I, was, yeah. I was just... Feeling all the feelings, like everything yeah. was a roller coaster that first year. So, just, but they didn't see. But I'm like, oh god, like, <laughs> oh, I'm just really wet on my face. I'm yeah, like, I'm dewy. So wet, yeah. I'm dewy. I'm glossy. What were you gonna say? Okay, wait. So, what is that, Bill Sesfa Fosfa? Um, Sesta Fosta. Sesta Fosta. I don't okay. know what it stands for. So I forgot. What can we do? What can listeners do? What is there to do about this <sighs> to like I think, help? I think right now. Um, just call your local lawmakers and tell them because I think it's something like it hasn't been pushed all the way through yet or it might be repealed. I mm-hmm. don't know. I'm really bad, guys. <laughs> but just call your lawmakers and tell them you don't want SESTA FOSTA. You know, you want protections for sex workers. Mm-hmm. And it's hard because sometimes it feels like screaming into the void. I mean, I have mm-hmm. called called mm-hmm. and left messages. Mm-hmm. But it's important because we need to, while we still can, pressure our lawmakers to listen to us, you know, and fucking, like, children being Mm. ripped away from their parents. It's just... Yeah. I am so scared. I'm scared lately. I mean, I go in fluctuation between, like, having a lot of faith and then forgetting about my faith and Mm -hmm. not trusting. Yeah. Because it's really trying times. It's like... Yeah. We could push through to it being so divine mm-hmm, <laughs> and, yeah. and loving, but, you know, hate pushes back. Yeah. It's so interesting that we're in the divine feminine, all this, like, female power is coming up, but yet Trump is still our president. It's just, like, a weird con- juxtapose, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's part of the catalyst. Totally. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's true. It's making people, like, even more loud and proud about their various things. Beliefs or things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I also think that... Um, something I intuitively feel is really important 
at least for my way of helping with all of this, is my one-to-one with people. Just the fact that these conversations keep coming up, especially with Mm -hmm. men in my life. Wow. Good. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I'm having like gentle, educated conversations with men one-on-one. And I truly think it's making a difference. Um, That's that's totally 100%. It's one-on-ones and it's gentle communication because I just Mm -hmm. had a conversation with who's kind of like my mentor the other night and I'm actually going to be reading a course in a course in miracles by well it's not by Marianne Williamson but she teaches um mm-hmm. like a workshop on and this it. is who you were talking to um no it's who, like who were you talking to my friend she's okay. like she's kind of like my uh, mentor and she's super spiritual and amazing and basically it's exactly what you said like what where peace starts is within us. And I even read this dumb little... Where peace starts. Yeah. Did that sound like pee? Where <laughs> peace starts. <laughs> um, but I read this like dumb little like meme thing the other day that was like... So it was just something like if everyone meditated, there'd be no war. But yes. I think the, po- yes. the point is just like, okay, we can't really like change everyone and everything in the yeah. world and the conflict and politics, yeah. but yeah. we can change ourselves, yep. which yes. then... Like Spreads. change changes those around us, and if more people just focus in on themselves and finding inner peace, then like there would be no war. That is exactly yep. what this podcast is about for yes. Rachel and I. It's like we have these conversations all the time, and they always make us feel so much like yeah. Uh, yeah. empowered and enlightened. Yeah. And yes. so, like we're trying to spread that. Totally, exactly. totally. And I'm glad yeah. I have like I have a very strong group of women in my life of sober mm-hmm. women that we really are. Centered in gratitude and yes. and recovery, and we have a daily email chain where we all write a gratitude list. And I, oh, have, I love that's that. like our fridge, which we forgot to bring again. Sorry, guys. <laughs> next time, it, what it does is rewire the thinking. That's like, oh, I don't have enough. I'll never be enough. I need this to be happy, and those right. things will never Rewired. fucking feel you. Yeah, fill you. And so it's just like yeah. we write our gratitude list every day, yeah, and like they put some good like quotes about like healing and growth and recovery at the top, which mm. includes a lot of spiritual stuff. Yes. So every day I get to have that little f- nugget of focus, like, okay, what am I thankful for? And today it was just dumb shit, like, <laughs> you know, like, oh, the clock on my iPhone. Because we just... You use it a lot. We have all these conveniences that we yes. just yes. overlook to yes. look at the things. Well, we don't yes. have enough of whatever. Yeah. It's dumb. Oh, my God. We have so much we have, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, we have so much stuff to be thankful for that, yeah, mm-hmm. we just... If you're listening to this and you don't have a gratitude practice, I want to challenge you for just three days to think of one thing you're grateful for. Or write it down. It helps to write it down, It does give it more energy Mm -hmm. to write it down or to speak it Mm -hmm. um, out loud, even if it's to yourself. And then the challenge is notice what changes. Just Mm -hmm. gently notice Mm -hmm. if anything changes. Yeah. It's it's not going to hurt you to try. And I like how you said that. Having the one-on-ones is like, because that lets the ego down for both parties. Mm -hmm. And then like doing the gentle conversation, it's like when we're screaming into the void on Facebook, like of course it'll turn off the other people. They feel attacked. They feel, Mm -hmm. they might feel deep down stupid about how they've been and ashamed. Mm -hmm. And so then they'll just get more defensive. So that's amazing. And like, Yeah. yeah, it's, it's hard to have those conversations. And I think that people who are empowered and who love themselves can have a gentle conversation because we trust that it's going to be okay. Because we're like, I'm good. I got me. I love myself. So I'm in a safe enough place that I can gently discuss things that are fiery and like important, but in a calm, centered way. And it took me a long time because I used to just cry when I tried to approach those topics because they were so... because they're so frustrating or emotional. Totally. Mm -hmm. It takes a while to get there. I still struggle with having the one-on-ones with men mm-hmm. um, because of the way, like, the inner emotions because they're just bubbling mm-hmm. out. But, like, yeah. it, it's so much easier when you're just in a good place. Yeah. yeah. yeah That's people, why it's important that people like everything. us do it. Yeah. And when you take to. care of yourself, then you treat others better. And yes. then, like, those other people, it's a chain reaction. And you know mm-hmm. what's been um, – so we were kind of talking about last week giving and receiving. And mm-hmm. this week, something that's been really on my mind is – widening my circle of compassion. And that's a chapter in this book, yep. um, When Things Fall Apart by Pima Chadron. Uh Sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name. Pima. <laughs> Shout out to Pima. But that's great. Cool, that's a cool but, part about reading, I think, is like that just shows like you read a lot. You don't have to know how to pronounce things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you read a book. You did the job. And there was always a word. I forget which one. I always said wrong. Oh, impetus. And everyone made fun of me. Oh, but I'm like, that's because I read books and not <laughs> talk, talk to people. Yeah. <laughs> 
but um, widening my circle of compassion and realizing that everyone and everything is one. Like mm-hmm. we are a tapestry and everyone's just a thread on it. We're Whoa. all woven together. Like it's all the human experience. Everyone's going through it. Mm-hmm. I can, mm-hmm. I can have compassion for everyone, mm-hmm. you know, and like mm-hmm. including the people who have like opposite views of me. Oh, exactly, yeah. I can have compassion for every. It's hard, but I'm mm-hmm. working on right. that. It's that's, hard. Yeah. yeah, yeah, same. Um, wow. That's like the hardest part, but I'm I'm trying. Hell yeah! Should we do this reading? Let's do the reading. <laughs> I know that was such a good. so fascinating yeah. and interesting to just keep talking um, forever. Okay, so just some things to keep in mind. Just want to remind yeah. you um, that nothing, everything that happens in this reading is like good and meant to happen. So. Okay. <laughs> I feel like people I feel like people get nervous when they like see the cards coming, but yeah, there's nothing to be nervous no, about. No, I'm just excited. I've cool. been wanting to do this. Can you do okay. it cuz I'm like so hungover? Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. Leah's so just like the Leah's sexy cards. voice in the background of this Thank podcast. You. <laughs> oh, these are okay, interesting. Okay, so we're going to clear the deck. I'm going to polisanto them. Do you have something maybe that you like want to ask the cards? Like maybe oh, start thinking. You can thinking. be specific. You can be general Okay, yeah, guidance. I do. Okay. Um, where is my career going? What am, I, <laughs> what am I doing with my career? What Very should cool. I do with it? Mm. Okay. Very oh, yeah. cool. Good to start thinking that. We'll have you channel that into the cards as well. She's like burning shit in here. Mm, this yeah. podcast just got really real. Oh, it's, it's real. Mm. I always go, like over the years, having done stand-up for so long, I was just on Guy's podcast, and mm-hmm. it'd just be in like their living room with like old <laughs> joints lying around. And, like, <laughs> Which is what our way. living room looks yeah, like, to but. be fair. <laughs> but we're recording this in a facility. Yeah. <laughs> it's real nice. Okay, we cleared the deck with Palo Santo. I'm going to give it a knock. Great. That shit out. Now are you... uh, Knock that shit out. (laughs) Boom. So I'm going to have you hold the cards and pass each card through, like, from one hand to the other so that your dominant hand touches at least every card. As in all of them. (laughs) All of them? How do I... Yeah, so kind of, you know... You can kind of go like this and pass. Wow, I'm, like, fingering these cards. I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) Guys, this is some cult shit. I love it. I like to call this part foreplay. Mm. Um... This is I'm like, now I'm yeah. getting nervous. I just watched your energy into no, it. no need. Oh I just, yeah, no I, need. I just watched yeah. Hereditary. You know what? Oh, oh, that's okay. I'm that's like, okay. no, no, no. This Mike is good. That up. Good last vibes time, only. Yeah, all yeah, of our yeah. guests so far. <laughs> really? <laughs> uh, um, no, no. This is this is all. Are positive. you guys trying to put my soul in this deck yes. <laughs> and then um, kill me off? Yes. We're trapping you in a card, Ooh, like that movie cool. Witches. Did you? Did anyone see that with Angelica Houston? No, it's from like no, the nineties. Oh, okay, it holds up. Do I hold it? Continue. Um, so yes, now fan the cards and face them towards your heart. The like faces. Yes. yes. And then I'm going to have you um, take a breath and think your oh, question really or intention. I'm so sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. I just get lightheaded easily. It's a thing. Oh, shoot. Sorry. I'm That's okay. No worries, you guys. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. You're probably just putting more of your energy into them. It's great. <laughs> there you go. I'm so sorry. What do I do? So hold them to your heart and take some deep breaths and think about what you want guidance on, which it sounds like is career. And I'm going to try to get into your energy while you do that. I'm sorry. I'm really lightheaded. I'm going to make myself again. I get okay. lightheaded super easily. Okay. 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 Do you want to drink sorry, some water? Guys. No Look worries. You, like ruin this. No, no, no. You're not, not ruining anything. Also, yeah, the smoke so is out, so let's, like, it'll yeah. just so take a second a small to clear. Room. I'm just going to pass out while you guys read my cards. <laughs> That's oh, what it says the, in the cards. The <laughs> it said you'd pass out. You guys really are going to kill me. This is, like, hereditary all over again. Okay, so. Is it also your nerves, or is it just the smoke? It's I get, yeah, I get lightheaded very easily okay. over, like, Lots of I've fainted like a few times. Okay, this is a hot mess. Do you have vasovagal <laughs> reaction? I have that where I, that? I faint. It's like you all of a sudden the blood drops. Kind of a panic thing. Like Whoa. it happens to me sometimes when I give blood or not oh. give blood, but even just get blood drawn. Like even just a vial. Yeah, probably um, I probably have that. But, yeah, oh, you know what helps? You clench your body to get the blood back up into your like squeeze all your muscles, your core, your arms, your hands, and then you breathe in and out of your nose fast just for a little bit, like. It makes you draw blood Whoa. back up into your head. 
Whoa. You can't air. Yeah, I just did it and it made me lightheaded. Oh, well. <laughs> you shouldn't have done I mean, it when you're not that That's the vodka, Leah. Oh, sorry. Maybe that's why. <laughs> okay, so what do I do? Okay, yeah, so just breathe. And then when you feel like you, you're good, you can give the cards to Rachel. Hmm. And again, I just feel the need to say, if there's any bad spirits here, you're not welcome. Good vibes only. Bye. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Stepping into Casey's energy. Wow, your energy oh. feels great. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I feel like I just got... I have a smile on my face. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really... There's such a sweetness in your energy. Whoa, this feels good. Okay. Cool, cool. Okay, I feel good to start shuffling. Rachel's so good at this. I'm nervous. (sighs) It's okay. I feel feel that nerve also, but I also feel like so genuinely Mm. happy in your energy. Oh, good. It's like going to Planned Parenthood when they're like, okay, you don't have any STDs, (laughs) you know what I mean? Yeah, you're like, oh, I'm so happy. Speaking of, I just got a panel done and I am clear. Hey, congrats. Thank you. I wasn't worried, but I like to just double check nice every once yeah. in a while. No, it's so good to know. I'm always, I'm like, so throw good. it in there while yeah. I have insurance. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, 26. Like Scary. I mean, I'm actually 27, but I just, I, uh, I just, everything can change at any moment. And so I don't take my insurance for granted. Oh, no. oh, oh. oh. That was so weird. I felt a card jump, but it didn't. Whoa. That was weird. In my mind, my eyes are closed, and in my mind's eye, a card fell on the table, but it's not here yet. Whoa. It's like a phantom card. It was a phantom one. Okay. What does Casey need to know for her beautiful career? Beautiful, beautiful career. What am I doing in LA still is really the question. Mm, Okay. Oh, Oh, that got more specific. Oh, here we go. Okay. Okay. Hmm. What does Casey need to know? 